0: Friends, this is Alexis Eileen, and welcome to the She Can Podcast. This is a space where we come together and decide exactly what we're all capable of. Let's get started. Well, good morning, everyone. Well, at least good morning for me. It is early. It's early, y'all, but sometimes you just have to get up and get going, even though all you want to do is lay in bed and... Not even be productive, like probably just fall back asleep, but determined to get up today and get some stuff done. So raise your hand if you feel me on that. I'm sure you do. So today, well, I wanna go over a couple of things, but first things first, I'm gonna talk about at the end, just respect your time if you're not interested in it, which you should be, but I won't go into like a two minute detail description. But I want you to be sure to sign up. There's going to be a link in the show notes and also a link in my Instagram bio for our free five-day She Can Kick the Comparisons course. It's going to be interactive. Every day has a different challenge. There are printable journal sheets if you want to use them, and it's going to be a lot of fun. If I do say so myself, it's going to take place in Kajabi, which is an external, actual website that uh, coaches and teachers use for courses. Traditionally, it's for paid courses, but I want you guys to have something free that you can get in there and really see what coaching clients and courses are like. It's a good experience. I'm a fan. Plus, you get to hang out with me for five days. Like, What's not exciting about that? But moving on, let's get going. So I do want to talk about comparisons today. I think that it's something that is not a new concept. It's definitely not a new concept, but something that maybe we are experiencing more and more in our lives due to social media. Now, again, comparisons existed long before social media, but I think there's just a much broader onslaught of it now that we are presented with so many images. And I mean, we can interact with someone across the world that we don't even know, Or we can just stare at their pictures and envy. Let's be real. Let's be real. You've done it. I have too. It's completely normal. (laughs) So I want to talk about that and why it's good and why it's bad. In doing some research, I found I'm a psychology lover. I found that the first mention of it that I could find was the social comparison theory theory. And that was created back in the 50s by a psychologist named Leon, I don't remember the last name, Festinger, Festing, Festinger, something like that. But he was the first one to actually put a fancy term on what we as human beings do. And that is we look to others to establish benchmarks for ourselves. I want you to think about any time that you've had to learn a new skill, whether it was I don't know, in high school, picking up your first sport or when you start your like first job or when you first get really serious about school. So you're trying to establish good study habits. You're looking to other people and that's what's helping you create and recognize your norm, your quote unquote norm. So that's why it, it's absolutely a good thing. It's an everyday tool. You're never going to get rid of it. You're always going to be doing some sort of comparison, but what he stated and what's been perpetuated over the years and believed, which I also believe because I do it, is we do an upward comparison and a downward comparison. So let's say that you are trying to learn how to cook French food. I think this is like the second time I've picked French. I don't even want to cook French food. Whatever. Let's just say you want to cook French food. And you're going to look at someone who knows how to make French food, so maybe you're going to watch the cooking show or you have a friend that's like super good at French cook cooking, or there's a cooking class in town, and they have like you know once a week you can go in and, and they teach you how to cook. so you are going to look at that as your upward benchmark, so what you're trying to strive for now. To make yourself feel a little bit better when you burn the, some sort of very fancy sauce. Maybe you're gonna bring a friend that's terrible. Like maybe, maybe you're gonna be like, oh, hey, Jill, you wanna come along with me Friday? Meanwhile, Jill burns coffee. So you're, you're gonna look to someone that you're like, you're not putting them in a position to make fun of them, of course, but just like, okay. Like she doesn't know what she's doing either. And you know, what? I've, I've got some more basic skills. So I, I think, I think I'm going to be okay. Or when you go to the class, Maybe Jill's there and you don't know her, but you see her like catch a pan on fire and you're like, okay, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So that's like your downward comparison where you're kind of going, okay, if I know if I get down to, to that point, then maybe this is, I, I feel a little bit better that that's not me. Not to say Jill can't bring her level up and she will, but we all do the downward comparison. Be honest. Or the other day, I was in a funk, just like, I didn't want to be up. You know, you're going to work. I swung by for some coffee. I just feel like either, I, I think I had like half makeup on, you know, where you like slap a little bit on and then mascara. And then that's pretty much it. Or you try like one swipe of one color of eyeshadow and you're like, ah, I don't even know if I blended that, whatever. And I walk in and this girl walked out and she looked so upset and she had coffee all over her. Like she had picked up her coffee and spilt it on herself. And I was like, immediately felt bad for her and immediately went, okay, my day's not that bad. Get it together. Get it together. So that's just a little bit of an overview of social comparison theory, why it's good, why we all use it, and then two different ways that that we utilize it. But what I want to go into and have us discuss think about and hopefully put some tools together to cut down on how we're comparing ourselves to others that is not serving us. Like It's not serving you. It's not motivating you or inspiring you. It's just making you feel down. So this universally affects all of us, absolutely everyone on every level. When we are over-analyzing ourselves in comparison to someone else, and allowing it to make us feel lesser than. We should never feel lesser than. We should feel motivated to try something new or an acceptance of, oh, she's really good at that. He's really good at that. I admire that. I don't really have a desire to do that. We're met with different landscapes where we find these comparisons in so many different ways. You're finding it when you get up and turn on the TV. You're finding it when you go out to the grocery store. You're finding it when you drop your kids off. You're finding it when you go into work. You're finding it when you're sitting and scrolling. You're finding it when you are with family members. You are either independently finding it on your own or others are unknowingly instilling it in you. By saying, why, why aren't you doing what, what she's doing? Why aren't you, why aren't you trying for this? Why aren't you going for that? There's a difference between motivating and comparing in a negative light. So we've talked before about thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. And I'm just going to go ahead and apply this here for you. So remember, thoughts are just words strung together in a sentence that are leading to your feelings that create an action that become a result. So your thoughts might be, I should look this way. I should be this way. I should be more abundant in this area. I lack in this area. Which then, all that's doing for you is creating a feeling of being sad and anxious, overwhelmed, inadequate, and none of those words are positive. I want you to think about What part of any of that description is going to make you do take part in an action that's going to be positive for you? Now, the next thing where I just said actions, some things that that's going to do, it's just going to make you withdraw. It's just going to cause you to feel like you shouldn't be involved in social situations or that you really need to fix something about yourself in order to move forward or find success. Now, again, I'm talking about this very, very separate from an upward comparison and a good benchmark finding or something that drives you. I'm talking about those things that just pull you down, pull you down and aren't serving you. So once you take those actions of feeling withdrawn or another one's overspending, Let's be so honest with each other right now. How many times have you gone and overspent? Whether it is a new bag, a new car, something that you've done to yourself, whether and I'm not knocking plastic surgery or Botox, but let's say you go and do that because you are comparing yourself to someone else. It's not so much that I've I've always had smaller boobs and I just would feel I think it, I would feel better if I had bigger ones or I've always been self-conscious about my nose. And so finally, after 10 years, I'm just going to go do something about it. Or my frown lines drive me nuts. So I'm going to go get Botox. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you maybe do something to yourself because you want to look like someone else and you've been comparing yourself to them overspending in that you are watching envy these people that go on massive vacations that are currently outside of your reach. So you just charge up the credit card because you're comparing yourself to other people and other people's lives. These are unhealthy things that you're doing and all that happens after is you're in debt and you experienced regret. None of that is serving you. So I want you to try to take a moment and think of a time that you have compared yourself to someone else that was completely unhealthy and did nothing for you in the long run. So for my personal vulnerability moment, when I the first time I ever owned a business was with one of my best friends and we started selling LulaRoe. And if you don't know what LulaRo is, it's a MLM, it's a multi-level marketing, and it is clothing. And it was super hot back like 2015, 2016, 2017. I think 2017. It's still going, but I I feel like 2017 was like more of the peak. So my girlfriend and I ended up joining and we ordered our kit. You know, we got our clothes. But she and I are both full-time professional workers. I mean, we both work over 40 hours a week, sometimes into 60 hours a week. Usually it's shift work. We have outside lives, of course. And then we were going into this as a duo because we went, Oh, we're so busy, but look at these people having this crazy success and we can help women of all sizes find clothes. So we're going to do it. And so we did the combo of, you know, you sell live online and you post and you've got your, you know, your little VIP group on Facebook and all of these things that are still done today by various different companies. We were actually doing well. For two people that worked full-time, we were selling thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of clothing per month. That's not your profit. That's a totally different podcast. But we were selling quite well. And I fell into this completely ridiculous, unhealthy habit of comparing myself to these top sellers. So in any MLM or direct sales, there's different you know levels of... Oh, you have people that sign up under you. You, you're now a trainer. And then, oh, you have so many trainers under you. Now you're a coach or wh- whatever your company calls it, a district manager, like whatever it looks like for your company. And I was, I started comparing myself to these people who did this day in and day out. Like even if they had a job outside the home, they would still do their business anywhere from six to 10 hours a day. I mean, I'm talking people who either didn't have another job outside the home, weren't or had help in their home with their kids, or who just didn't sleep and weren't eating right. So yeah, they were making more because that's all they were doing. That's all they were doing. So someone in my position who has a day job that they love and was out of the home anywhere from 12 to 14 hours a day, and then still trying to have a relationship with my husband and still have a life. No, I didn't have the additional 10 hours to sell. So yeah, that's completely rational and makes sense now. What did I do back then? Looked at these people's groups spent time actually watching their live sales and how many people were watching them and how many people were commenting and how much stuff was selling. Do you know what that did? All it made me do was think, I am not, I'm not good enough to be doing this. I'm failing. And then feeling like a failure, my actions started to be so, oh, I need to go live right now. Oh, I need to sell. I need to do this. I need to do that while I'm freaking exhausted and just wearing myself out, probably wearing my business partner out. And then all that happened was I wound up feeling so frustrated and just not wanting to do it anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore. And I wound up stepping away from it, went through a lot of feelings of inadequacy, and then ended up going into business again, tweaking it a little bit, dropping the comparisons. And once I did that, I found my passion and have since progressed into a solo business, solo clothing boutique. And now what has always driven me, which is stepping up and helping women. But in order to do that, I had to drop those comparisons. I had to accept who I am and you do too. The sooner you drop the unhealthy comparisons, the more free you are to step into truly what you're great at. And what you're great at is being authentically yourself. And you're not going to be your authentic self when you are obsessively and unhealthily comparing yourself to people that don't need the comparison. You don't need to do that to yourself. It's not serving you. So let's work through that. Let's find a way to reduce the time in your life that you're spending basically torturing yourself. It's not worth your time. You're so much better than that. All right, friends. So you've stuck around until the end, which means you are ready for what I'm most excited about, and that is to announce the free course, She Can Kick the Comparisons. This was created for you to drop some of the comparisons and the practices that you have probably oftentimes unknowingly been participating in. This is the only time this year the course will be conducted live, meaning every morning I'll be coming on to help you identify what tools you can use that day to identify what exactly it is that you're doing to compare yourself unhealthily to other people because we don't need to do that anymore. Now, this course will be conducted in Kajabi for you. What that means, it is an external website that you will have a login and a password. Each day, there will be a new prompt. They will all include an overview, a little bit of an explanation of why that topic or task has been chosen for the day, as well as journal prompts for you. Those prompts either can be printed out or you can write it in your own notebook. Yes, I encourage you as always to journal and write things out. You will be so surprised what you will be able to identify and how that is going to help you in moving forward. There will be a course wrap up and some suggested resources and tools and tricks for you. Now this course is entirely free. I am offering a seven day Voxer access to me for one on one coaching. That is done, it's seven days because it includes the day before and the day after. So a little bit more of an in-depth intro and then a wrap-up that is specifically geared towards you and what you have identified. Now that is $77 for the week. However, I'm only accepting four people because I don't really want to take on more during this challenge so that I adequately have time to help each individual. Now, beyond that, though, the free course has so much good info, so much great content, and I am so excited to get started. So click that link in the show notes to sign up to be alerted when it's going to be going live, or go ahead and click the link in my Instagram bio. Until next time. All right, friends, as always, thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the SheCan Podcast. Our goal is that you walk away with more tools for success than you had coming in. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. As always, you can find us at alexisileenAE.com or on Instagram by the same handle. Until next time.